You are listening to the Hub and Spoken Travel Show. And this is your host, Sandra Thomas Commonall. In the last few episodes, we have been talking about Istanbul. We learned about the basics of transversing the city and a few of the major sites. In this episode, we will head across the Golden Horn to Taksim Square, Galata Tower, and the Museum of Modern Art. Istanbul is a fabulous city. It's almost like San Francisco, but with a European flair and a touch of spice. Istanbul is steeped in history that dates as far back as the 6th millennium BC. The city grew in size and importance as a prominent stop along the Silk Road, as Istanbul straddles the Bosphorus Strait that connects the Marmara Sea to the Black Sea. Today, Istanbul is Turkey's largest city with over 15 million people, and is the country's economic, cultural, and historic center, making it an excellent hub and base for exploring nearby towns and attractions. In this episode, we will head across the Golden Horn to Taksim Square, Galata Tower, and the Museum of Modern Art. So let's jump in and get our bearings. The Golden Horn is a natural waterway that connects with the Bosphorus Strait at the point where the strait meets the Sea of Marmara. The waters of the Golden Horn help to define the northern boundary of the peninsula that constitutes Old Istanbul. Through the last few episodes, we spent a lot of time in the Old Town, visiting the Grand Bazaar, Topkapi Palace, the Blue Mosque, and Hagia Sophia. In this episode, we will be crossing the Golden Horn. Starting off with the Museum of Modern Art. The Istanbul Museum of Modern Art has recently reopened its doors at its temporary space in Beyoglu right down the road from Galata Tower, making it ideal to visit in conjunction with both Taksim Square and Galata Tower. The museum holds rotating exhibitions of modern and contemporary art from Turkey and abroad on several floors. I love to visit multiple art museums when I visit a new destination and usually stop into a modern art museum. When I visited this museum, it had an excellent exhibition, presenting Selma Gebirz's The Place We Call World and elaborately crafted works woven with myths, legends, and fairy tales. However, as the exhibitions rotate on a frequent basis, check the website prior to visiting to see what is on exhibition. Likewise, because this is a temporary space, check their website to make sure that it is open before traveling to the museum. This side of the river is known as Beoglu. It is very much like an old European city with quaint cobblestone streets and European-styled buildings. Though this area of Istanbul has been inhabited since the 17th century BC, much of the architecture can be attributed to the old Genoese and Venetian colonies that were here in the 13th century. As the area became a base of European merchants following the Fourth Crusade in 1204, it is quite a contrast to the Ottoman and Byzantine-styled architecture of the old town. Walk a few blocks and Galata Tower will be visible above the buildings. Galata Tower is a nine-story, medieval, fairy tale-esque tower in Galata Quarter of Istanbul. It was built in 1348 in the Romanesque style as Christa Turris, or Tower of Christ, and was part of an expansion of the Genoese colony. The tower dominates the skyline and offers a panoramic vista of Istanbul's historic peninsula and its environs. There are several shops and restaurants surrounding the tower. I grabbed a quick lunch at F&B Culture, did some souvenir shopping, and savored some baklava from a nearby bakery after making the climb up Galata Tower for a panoramic view of Istanbul. 
Whether climbing the tower, viewing from outside or from afar, Galata Tower is a must-see, as it presents more evidence on the varied history of Istanbul. It is important to note here that if you do plan to visit multiple historic sites in Istanbul, consider purchasing a museum pass. Taksim Square is roughly a 20-minute walk from Galata Tower, or take the underground funicular that we will talk about later in this episode. Taksim Square is considered the heart of modern Istanbul, with the central station of Istanbul Metro located here. It is also a major tourist and leisure district famed for its restaurants, shops, and hotels. Though I would recommend first-time travelers to stay in the Old Town, Taksim Square is centrally located and can also make a great place to stay. There are a lot of sights to see here, including Rumeli Han with its beautiful relief sculptures and Greek Ionic columns, the Alcazar Theater, Yeshelacham, which was once the heart of the Turkish cinema industry, the Flower Passage, the Fish Market, beautiful churches, cafes, shopping, and the Tunnel. The Flower Passage, built in the neo-baroque style of the 1870s as a covered arcade with rows of historic cafes, wine houses, and restaurants. Following the Russian Revolution of 1917, many impoverished noble Russian women sold flowers here, and by the 1940s the building was mostly occupied by flower shops, hence the present Turkish name, Flower Passage. The Fish Market The Fish Market is located next to the Flower Passage. It is known as being one of the best places for street food in Istanbul, and is frequented by locals and tourists alike. There are restaurants near the fish market that will allow you to pick your fresh fish from the market that they will cook up for you. The Tunnel The Tunnel is an underground funicular stretching from Galata to Taksim. Inaugurated in 1875, it is the oldest surviving underground urban rail line in continental Europe. Nearby, you may also want to check out the Para Museum. Dolmebache Clock Tower, Dolmebache Palace, as well as several museums, mosques, and attractions. In the next episode, we will head away from the hub of Istanbul to one of the spokes in Pamukkale, where we will visit the ancient city of Heropolis, St. Philip's Martyrium, and the geological site known as Cotton Castle. Thank you for listening to the Hub and Spoken Travel Show. This is your host, Sandra Thomas Kamenal. If you are enjoying this podcast, give me a shout out, like it, share it, follow it, and review it. Also, if you enjoy my style but want to learn more about marketing, check out my Behavioral Economics and Marketing podcast, available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Audible, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and wherever podcasts are played.